I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. We're back. Yay. <laughs> uh, so for those of you who are just catching up uh, from maybe a while back, we have a kitchen rug. Well, so the last time we spoke, not you and I, but on the podcast, <laughs> um, we were talking about our new living room rug, <clears throat> which is a vintage rug. That's true. Have we decided if we were going to kitchen rug at that point? I don't remember. No, we had it. We, had, we did have it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you you were teasing it at the end of that episode. Mm. Nice. So, uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> we haven't. I, mean, I feel like it's not a spoiler. The whole episode's about it. Yeah. Um, so, for years, <laughs> I've been trying to get Donnie to get a kitchen rug because our tile is so ugly. <laughs> And yes. I said no. Yeah, I thought it'd be kind of gross. You thought it'd be very gross. You were, like, taken aback <laughs> by the idea. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. Uh, but then Jordan found... What, what is our rug made of? It's like a... Uh, well, you're skipping very far ahead. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, okay, <laughs> so there... I was... I was initially wanting, like, a vintage runner for that space because... Vintage runners are really cool, and you see them all over Instagram, and they look really good. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie said no. <laughs> um, and he was probably right about that, because I can't imagine a situation in which we lived in a way that would be conducive to having like an actual fabric rug in yeah. the kitchen. A vintage runner is a new word to me when Jordan was, was pitching. It's just like a long, narrow rug. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that was the initial pitch, uh, and I said no. <laughs> but then I did pitch vinyl floor coverings. Yeah. And you were initially against that as well. You initially were like, "We're not putting anything in there." Yeah, I was, and then I came around to the idea uh, mainly because. Well, I brought it up again in quarantine, and you like finally caved. <clears throat> yeah. Here's why. So not only is our uh, tile really gross, our tile also, like, is broken. <laughs> and there's not a ton uh, to be done about it. And it's broken in such a way that if you walk barefoot, little pieces will just, like, stick to your feet. Um, just because of, like, honestly, I think just, like, because of humidity or I don't know what it is. So sometimes walking around barefoot, especially when it's warm, I'll just be in the kitchen and then there'll be, like, a... <laughs> quarter of a tile stuck <laughs> on my foot and finally being in quarantine and in lockdown and having that shit happen to me regularly i was like you know what we could put some vinyl thing on this floor <laughs> <laughs> so in our defense the floor of the kitchen like slopes toward the middle of the floor which i assume is like the settling of the building because it's not like there's a drain in the middle of the floor that would like require that sort of slope that we know of but they tiled it obviously with these like level tiles so basically the more that you walk on the floor the more the tiles like 
are not being supported by anything because there's like the floor is sagging. Yeah. And that's why they crash. Yes. It's not it's not like we're destroying the apartment. Yeah, it's not from us. It's not that we're breaking up or being like heavy footed. It's just that the floor is sloping downwards and so creating a bend. Yeah. What Jordan said. Uh so yeah, so I was finally tired of that happening and came around to the idea. Still didn't want fabric in it and uh, I stand by that. I think it would just get gross. Um and the idea of vinyl was interesting to me and we looked pretty hard we did a good search um and even got some some samples which i'm sure we'll dive more into but it just kind of wasn't cool (laughs) like so we as you know have temp paper wallpaper and i remembered in the process of looking for that that they also had vinyl floor coverings that are printed with the same designs as their wallpaper so I went there, and I think maybe they're phasing out that product Seems because like there weren't the number of choices that I expected to have. No. And so initially, I had moved on from those. And then if you Google vinyl rug, nine out of the ten hits are for this product called um, from a company called Spicer & Co., And they're sold all over the place. Like, rugs.com has them. Like, a bunch of people have them. But it's all this one company making these vinyl floor products. And they're supposed to be antiqued as though they are, like, vintage tiles or vintage floor coverings. Right. And I had actually become aware of this product a few years ago when, for, like, half a second, I thought that I wanted to cover all of the tile by buying one of these things and like cutting it out in the shape of the room. I don't know if I was privy to this idea. (laughs) (laughs) This is a wild idea and I might be hearing it for the first time. Well, my mom thought that it would ruin the tile underneath. And I don't know if that's entirely true, but I think specifically for the bathroom, like there's a not zero chance that moisture would get caught underneath and it would get gross. That would be a bad idea for the bathroom for sure. Yeah. So I had initially looked at these products, but then come back to them. And I think I was looking on rugs.com just because that was the first like hit that I got on Google. But then they weren't doing samples of them. And I don't know why I was so set on samples. Like I don't order a lot of samples in life. Um, but I felt very strongly that I wanted samples. And actually now like over quarantine, I've been ordering samples of everything. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You would do, we did paint samples. I feel like. That's true. I feel like stuff like this is like worth sampling because it gets expensive when you're really right. trying it, to get a whole It was going to be for the size that we needed. This product was going to be like $350, I want to say. So I found um, a small company based out of Boston, actually called Pura Vita Home. And they happened to sell the Spicer & Co. vinyl rugs. And they happened to do samples. So Hooray. I think I got like three or four of them. Maybe I got four. And the idea was to find something that went with the wall color and would not like clash with the floor color, but would sort of just like cover and erase it. It was a bit of a tall order. We had a lot of uh, requirements. <clears throat> Or wish list. I feel like those HGTV shows. And we got the samples. And they looked pretty much exactly like I thought they were going to look. And Donnie hated them. I did not like them, no. Why did you hate them? 
Um, I just felt that they were not cool. (laughs) 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 They just, they just looked, uh, yeah, I just didn't like the look of them. I didn't like the feel of them either. Well, so they felt weird in your hand. They didn't feel as weird underfoot, I will say. Um, It was a very textured product. And I did not anticipate that from the photos online. So it was sort of good that we'd gotten samples because that helped me to understand what the product was actually going to be. Yeah. Um, And it makes sense to me that it was textured because if you have something in a kitchen or a bathroom that's really, um, like, flat and slick, people are going to fall. Yeah. And that's a bad scene. For sure. It makes sense. Um, Uh, You said it looked like they had Instagram filters applied to them. Yeah, it did. They all had this kind of like sepia tone to them that I didn't like. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. It felt <laughs> weird and I didn't think they were, they were good. It was really confusing to me because I was like, oh, this is exactly what I pictured. And Tommy was like, no, we cannot have this. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like the pictures were different. I or The color scheme and the photo, which happens sometimes, you know. Um, yeah, everyone, everything looked that kind of like sepia Instagram filtery vibe. I guess sepia is just one filter. So that like brownish kind of filter, vintagey. That's kind of what it was. It looked like forced vintage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was that because you can't, I mean, I guess you can have vintage vinyl, but not in like a pleasant way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of what it was. It was like this weird forced vintage coating over it. And I think without that, the colors themselves are like, pretty fine i remember thinking that i i will say for how against this project i was i did not go into it with a bad attitude once <laughs> I, <laughs> like once i decided that i was done with tile getting picked up by my feet i was like all right if we're gonna do this like let's make it cool let's do it right and i remember looking at this being like oh those patterns seem pretty good and then yeah the just seeing it in person that that kind of like vintage vintageifying effect they tried to give it just really uh yeah, I thought it was just kind of ugly. I didn't like it. You felt your heart and mind were open. <laughs> For the project, yeah. Once I was committed to it, I was, I was committed to it. So then I told Donnie to find some that he liked, and we would order samples of them. Um, and you picked a couple of temp paper designs. I did. I went to them because we'd used them, um, so I knew like their product. I was also curious at the time if the textured thing was this specific company, which is another thing that I wanted to, to find out by looking uh, at a, a different company. And the temp paper stuff uh, was, in fact, the same texture. Yeah, I think it was good to get samples from different companies so that we sort of understood like what the product was going to be. <laughs> and it seemed that a lot of people who are making this product are doing it with that texture. Again, I assume it's to be anti-slit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the temp paper samples weren't ugly, but they definitely, I, I didn't think, weren't the style that we have anywhere else in the apartment. Yeah, they just weren't really right. And I feel... They I, were very, like, kitchen. Yeah. Like, they had fruit on them. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the fruit one. Yeah, it would have been a bit much, especially for the size. Like, I know some people do, um, like, little, little mats in front of their sink, almost like yeah. little... Uh, like bath rugs almost. Mm-hmm. So I feel like something like that would have been good for one of those like fruit ones, you know, just something kind of like 
fun and quirky in the way like welcome mats or bath mats or similar shit can be, but a whole runner of it would have been too much. Um, so yes, then we went back to the drawing board a bit. Then we went on Etsy, and there are a ton of them on Etsy, but I didn't like any of them. Yeah. Which is sort of shocking, because I think I looked at hundreds of them. I feel like one of the difficult things of it was that there was a lot of very strongly patterned designs out yeah. there for this final rug category. And we have so much going on in terms of, especially now that we have the, the hallway and the, the boxway uh, wallpaper, that it felt like it would have been really busy to introduce another strong pattern. And I like, like I remember specifically some Etsy ones that had uh, like really geometric uh, stuff all the way around the outside, almost like a, I mean, they were supposed to be rug replacements in a way, but yeah. like, like very vintage rug and talking about patterns along with the wallpaper, but also just bought a heavily patterned vintage rug and it felt like it would have been a lot because all that would have been in eyesight pretty much depending on where you're standing. Yeah. Also talking about like Instagram aesthetic, I really felt like a lot of them were trying to do like basically just like vector patterns that you could sell on Instagram as like phone backgrounds. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I feel like uh, you said that very casually, but it's actually a fairly harsh burn. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like, I think sometimes, I think it would have worked in a room that was white. You know, if your whole background were neutral, then perhaps one of those rugs would have worked. Yeah, I hear that. But it just wasn't really doing what I wanted it to do. So, basically, I, like, went on a sourcing rampage (laughs) this was almost as hard as finding the vintage drug like i looked at so many of these and i feel like the searches were going on in tandem so i really felt like i was just like deep in the rug internet (laughs) as one is sometimes (laughs) and i found this company called fajorn scandinavia um and i had actually looked at their products like multiple times and then like close the tab and then come back (laughs) and close the tab because i won't i will Yeah, kind of. Um, They did not have samples, and I did not know what their product was going to be like, because instead of being, like, one flat sheet of vinyl that had a pattern printed onto it, which is what we had previously been looking at, Mm -hmm. it was, like, woven PVC. Yeah. So it was woven like a rug, sort of like a rag rug, if you think about that, but it was made out of plastic. What do you mean rag rug? I don't know that I know. You know that rug that Dylan has in his kitchen that Maze was trying to eat? Yeah. That. <laughs> Good. Okay. Where, like, pieces of fabric are woven together to, like, yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know how, like, or, yeah. Because it's, like, oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a wrist. Right in the knee. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, like, a bunch of of strips of plastic woven together. Yeah. And so I didn't know what that would feel like. I didn't know what it would look like really because the pictures were not very large. Um, Like obviously I could see it, like what the colors were and what the patterns were, but not sort of like a zoom in up close texture of the rug situation. I didn't know if it would be like sharp, Mm. you know? Um, and also I would say one of my concerns about all of these products is that like, 
it's not really great for the world to buy a <laughs> massive sheet of plastic to put on your floor. Uh. Um, but it like this product versus the others. It's not like we were looking at some recycled ones or like some used ones and some not. It were was there like, any like upcycled ones out in the world? No. No oh, man. And I was sort of disappointed that this ABC two six rugs coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, I felt like this place had an opportunity to do that, but they address very specifically in the video of their manufacturing that they put on their website that I watched all of. Um. That Jordan based after the marketing, <laughs> making them with recycled PVC did not work as well or lend to as high quality rug as the new PVC. So they say. I mean, I believe it. Yeah, I don't know anything about plastic recycling, so I'm not going to come out here and call them liars. Yeah. But I watched the manufacturing video so that I could see maybe what the texture of the rug was going to be. <laughs> I thought that I was going to get like the most up close like view of that. <laughs> that way i don't know it's like some um <laughs> uh, yeah and yeah that might not be a bad thing to add like have just like a close-up of someone poking it <laughs> yeah like i don't know um so finally after like all of our failures and our inability to agree and i would say that like rarely can we not find something that we both like and i felt like we were sort of veering on giving up yeah, it got dark there for a minute, for sure. I would say once we had, like, because I think you mentioned this when you said in tandem, but Jordan and I were both actively looking at Etsy at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like normally the way we end up divvying stuff up with projects is, like, one of a or, like, not always projects. It's kind of became a project. This really was just, <laughs> this really was just a fucking purchase, but it became a project. <laughs> the, definitely the way we divvy up purchases is typically that one of us takes the lead on something and will, like, show the other um after this started as and then it evolved into both of us looking and something about the point of both of us looking and honestly by the time we were on etsy i don't think we even showed each other anything because i think we no. were just like uniformly we were in agreement about what we didn't like <laughs> um, on etsy and finally we were just like well what the actual fuck are we gonna do <laughs> so i like returned to this and i wasn't even sure that i liked it but i Thought the price was reasonable. It was on sale, so I think I got it for two twenty five. Um, and I want to say ours is the two by seven. We can. Uh, we can confirm. Confirm. Um, they had two by tens as well, and so I was sort of back and forth. Um, but I thought that the two by seven after I like measured that the two by 10 was going to be like, yeah. So two and a quarter by seven and three quarters. Um, the, the two by 10 was going to be like too severe and sort of almost touch the walls. And I don't know, something about it just didn't feel good. Yeah. That's fair. So the two by seven, I remember measuring for it too before. Yeah. We did and being like, oh, it goes from like, it basically covers the whole span of cabinets. Yeah. And it goes a little bit into the fridge and a little bit into the oven, but not like a ton. Yeah, it's on the, on, ugh, excuse me, it's honestly kind of a glorified uh, like sink mat. I feel like by the time we like True. do our whole transition from like sink to drying thing. 
But I also, I wanted it to be thin enough that it didn't go under the movable island that we have because I just imagined like the movable island like smushing just that part of the mat yeah, and then like being a little unstable and things getting weird. So it was also a benefit that it wasn't wider than the space that exists there. Yeah. And then they had a bunch of different colors and a bunch of different patterns. And I don't know if I showed you multiple. I think I showed you multiple colors. That might have been true. Because I think... I'm not really a Scandinavian design person, honestly. <laughs> I know it's very trendy and a lot of people like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just not for me. It's a little geometric and I, I think I prefer more like organic patterns and busy patterns. Mm. Um, so like circles aren't really for me. Stripes aren't really for me. I like wearing stripes, but I do not like decorating with stripes in general. <laughs> Um, and so like the pattern that I liked the most was sort of like this crisscross line diamond pattern because I thought it was particularly subtle. Mm -hmm. So I think I showed it to you in, um, sage and cream. And I think what they were calling linen and cream and it was basically beige. Yeah, I do recall that. Because again, I sort of just wanted to like neutralize the floor. I didn't want it to be like pow rug. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have too much to add. I remember, I remember decidedly going with the sage. We were initially afraid, or maybe I was initially afraid that it would match the, the walls too closely or like be mm -hmm. one of those situations where it looked like we were trying to match and we fucked up. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was a concern because we couldn't get samples. Like I did want to match the walls. Yeah. And what I liked about the Spicer ones was that they did match the walls really well. Um, but it would have been awkward <laughs> if it were just like slightly off. Yeah. But the, something about the tan or with the, the cream, linen, whatever they're calling it, just like, wasn't really doing it. Um, so we went with the sage. The other th thing I thought was valuable about this one is that because of the way it's woven, you can actually use it on both sides. So the side that I wanted was like mostly sage with the cream lines, mm -hmm. but on the other side, it's cream with sage lines. And I was like, okay, if the sage just like, isn't that good, we'll just like flip it over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Options. Um, it also shipped from the U.S., which they make clear. Like, obviously there are a lot of shipping delays right now, so we weren't waiting for it to come to us from... Scandinavia? Sweden? It's Scandinavia, not a place. I think it's an it's an adjective that describes a place. Is that true? That yeah, it's true. like Danish and oh, Denmark. This is an embarrassing conversation. I mean, I'm really bad at geography. No, Scandinavia is totally a place. Oh, it covers... Yeah, I think it's coming from Sweden. So Scandinavia is a sub-region in Northern Europe with strong historical, cultural, and linguistic ties that refers to Denmark, Norway, and Sweden. So it's like a, it's like an area. That makes sense. Yeah. So it is a place, but it's not a country. Right. Tricky. I think this was coming from Sweden. I believe it. But it wasn't coming from Sweden because they have a warehouse <laughs> here it was coming from. <laughs> I mean, I think it took like two weeks to get to us, which I think in these times is like a pretty decent amount of time, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, from California, it seems like. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so we ordered that and we got it. And it turns out that the sage is pretty much exactly the same color as our wall, which yeah. worked out nicely. Very well. <laughs> um, it is softer than I thought it would be. It's very squishy. Yeah, which I think is nice. Kind of reminds me of uh, 
of like the squishiness of turf, but without all the gross little pellets that come with it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Interesting. Because like turf, when you're playing sports on it, it kicks up all those pellets because that's like what's there. But it has like a similar kind of plastic squishiness to it, so it's pretty comfortable, really. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's not weird. I guess is what I was. I thought it was gonna be weird, and it's not weird. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I sort of immediately noticed was that it is not non-slip. Yeah, it's a little slippery. <laughs> or rather, like your foot to the rug is pretty non-slip, but the rug to the floor is mm. not non-slip. Yeah, that's a better way to say it. And pretty much immediately, I, like, imagined a situation where we're trying to carry, like, boiling water from the stove to the sink and then slip and then die, basically. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we can't have this. Um, but because I literally learned about rug pads, like, two days ago, <laughs> I went back to Rug Pads USA. <laughs> um and they have a number of rug pads there. So the rug pad for our purposes in the kitchen is not the rug pad that was the correct one for the living room. Mm -hmm. In the living room, we wanted a rug pad that would like adhere to a wool rug and hold it down. In this case, um, I went with the like tile entryway, like lowest profile possible mm -hmm. um, because yeah, it was tile. That's it. I just picked the one that was for tile. <laughs> and then they I like, were like the ramp up. To well, you. okay, but so like there was a lot of like info on the website. They were like, "Do you have doorways in this space?" Because like if you're trying to like if you're in an entryway, yeah, and you have a runner like Dylan does in his entryway, yeah, and you open the door, you don't want the rug to like bunch up every time you open the door. Yeah, but as yeah, I was yeah. trying to explain that, I was like, "That's not relevant to us. It's just part of the marketing copy for the rug pad." Mm. How many different options are there? So many. Really? Yeah. Like, even among these rug pads, I had options of, like, what um, what I wanted them to be made of. Well. Yeah. What are those options? Just, like, so many more things. So, remember when we were talking about the initial rug pad and I was saying, this isn't the rug pad that you're picturing that your mom has. It's, like, a solid piece of rubber and felt. Yeah. This rug pad is the rug pad that you're imagining with, like, the, the grid and the little boxes. Mm. And it's, like, that weird beige color. So you can just get one that is plastic, um, and that's, like, again, for the non-slip grip. You want it to be, like, uh, as sticky as possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got the one that is natural rubber and jute, because it's supposed to be most eco-friendly. There's no, like, confirmation on the website of how eco-friendly it actually is, so could have been a victim of marketing, but it was, like, $4 more or yeah. something. Sometimes you gotta vote with your dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, and also, though, I guess in my mind, I was like, you know how those, the plastic rug pads sort of get, like, sticky and weird and, like, break down? Mm -hmm. I was hoping that the natural run would, like, last a little longer and not sort of, like, disintegrate yeah. under our rug. It'll turn into a butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so that's the one I ordered and also interestingly again I had to measure the rug because we did have dimensions this time Yeah. but they say in their marketing materials that because each rug is like specifically hand woven or like it's woven by machine but like I don't know robot fans too <laughs> <laughs> I watched the marketing video okay it's like artisan <laughs> um that 
the dimensions might vary and actually the dimensions did vary so i'm glad i measured and mm. didn't just order off of like what was there but again rug pads usa is my favorite rug pad supplier <laughs> because they let you literally type in the exact dimensions of your rug and then they send you a rug pad specifically for that like i'm never gonna cut my own rug pad ever rug pad usa if you're listening yeah would be sponsored by rug pads usa <laughs> hit us up uh, <laughs> We don't need any more rug pads, but, like, we take them. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I feel like, so, I had, like, never purchased a rug pad before in my life and was also like, these are stupid, I don't want them, and then immediately purchased two. <laughs> um, and it, like, is so necessary, like, in this case, for safety. Yeah. And really, like, works. <laughs> So I feel good about this purchase as well. And like the first rug pad was like $150 because of the size we needed, but this was like 30 bucks mm. to not burn ourselves <laughs> with boiling water. So I feel like that's like net positive. Good investment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you feel now that we have a kitchen rug, which is your nightmare? <laughs> <laughs> uh, one, I feel personally attacked. Two. <laughs> uh, two, yeah, it's pretty fine. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if the tile isn't coming off the floor. If I would have greenlit the project purchase, the purchase project, <laughs> whatever this really became, uh, I feel like I probably still would have held out. But it is, it is kind of nice. I'll admit, it's cushy. And it feels. Um, it is nice with the dishes too, because like I said, it's kind of become like a glorified sink mat in some ways um not which is like dripping water on it and being gross <laughs> but it's like if there's a splash or like cooking it's nice not to have to worry about that yeah it's like you know you don't want to slip in the kitchen also we've not cleaned it yet or like we have not it's machine washable <laughs> we are going to clean it <laughs> yeah i mean i vacuumed it yeah. uh, you can vacuum it which is nice um but they recommend rather than like mopping over it that you put it in the washer um, on cold, obviously, because it's made of plastic. But that was sort of a nice feature as well, I thought, when I was like, oh, this thing is like woven and plastic. I don't know exactly like how it's gonna. I'm not gonna stand there and like hand scrub yeah, this yeah, shit. Yeah. It is machine washable. We haven't done that yet, but I um, liked that aspect of it. Yeah, it is nice. I actually didn't know that. I thought we would have to like scrub. Um, maybe you told me that I didn't process, but yeah. And then you just air dry it. So it's like hanging yeah. up the, over the shower. Right. Mm. Oh, that's pretty good. But yeah. No, I do feel like it's been nice. Um, something we would consider. I don't know that I would consider a full on rug. Maybe. But this thing is definitely proven. Pretty nice. Would recommend. I think it also like has the visual effect that I was wanting as well, because now when you look into the kitchen, you sort of have the like... You have the paint above the cabinets, the cabinets, and then that color of the paint is, like, reflected on the floor, which I think breaks it up in a nice way mm. um, that isn't that weird orange top. Thanks for listening to this episode of Apartment 26. For more info on the stuff we talk about on this episode, check out the show notes linked below. And follow us on Instagram at apt26podcast. See you next time. <laughs>